Dump on the Ump, Season 3, Episode 20. That was Bottle of Wine by the Fireballs. 1966? That doesn't sound right. Has to be before 1966. I heard that song on the radio for the first time in forever, and I forgot how awesome it was. I just wanted to play it for you all because it's awesome. Um... This is the Dump on the Ump podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, the baseball playoffs start tomorrow. Sam, are you there or are you getting food? I think he's getting food. Well, while he's getting food, I will let you know of all the ways that you can contact us and stay in touch on the beautiful thing that we call the Internet. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Visit our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Visit us at WordPress on our WordPress website, or listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, just or iTunes, up on the right? Or iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, if you would please. So, uh, SoundCloud, lots of you listen to us on SoundCloud, so that's awesome. Um, leave comments, I guess, if you listen on SoundCloud and you don't want to bother giving us a review on iTunes, because you don't anyway. So that's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, or tweet at us. Yes, please tweet at us all the we like time. It. We like it when people tweet at us. I've been tweeting all the time. I tweeted a lot of our conversation the other night, Sam. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. So, good stuff. So be careful what you text me. I may just release it to the public. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Sam? Good. Yeah. Doing well. Jesse is season. not here. Jesse, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we were able to podcast, and, and it kind of sucks, because this is like the height of baseball season, of the sports calendar in general. It's but all coming to a head. It is all coming to a head, but we've got lives, jobs, toilets that are breaking, I guess, things to do, so kind of been struggling with getting the podcast together. But you know, shit happens. Yeah, but we're back now. But we're back now. Tomorrow the playoffs start. Sam, are you excited? Uh, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm not super excited about tomorrow's game. I don't really care. Um, I mean, I want the Twins to win really badly, so I guess I do care a right. lot. But I'm not going to watch it. Right, right. Because um, I don't know anything about the Twins other than... They're, they made the wild card after losing 100 games last year. It's the first team ever to do that, which is pretty cool. Which is but, pretty cool. And you called it. I gotta admit, you called that. At yeah, a, I did. I at the beginning it. of the uh, season. Um, right. Yeah. And you all, you all mocked me for it. Right. God, I will <laughs> never mock you for anything again. Um, uh, but I couldn't tell you. I like. I couldn't name three Twins players. Probably. I could name maybe one. By Byron yeah. Buxton Byron is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, Byron Buxton. No, he plays. He plays for Milwaukee, doesn't he? No, he plays for the Twins. Okay, and then Miguel Sano. Yep. Is another one. 
Yep. He's a, he's like a monster of a man, that guy. Uh-huh. And, and Maui, right? Oh, yeah, he still plays. Yeah, he still plays. So there's three. That's and um, Botolo Cologne. There's four. Nice. That's like almost <laughs> half the team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be rooting for the Twins. Uh, they've got that, I mean, just based on Mauer and, Col- and, and Cologne, they've got that old man feel to them. Right. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of old men playing baseball. I wish Joe Mauer were fatter. I'd root for him more if he like weighed like 275 pounds. Oh man, can you imagine like the promos in uh, Minneapolis with him <laughs> and Bartolo Colon if he was like a big fat guy? <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be repping Subway sandwiches so hard. I wonder if Subway is a big thing in Minneapolis. Like, what is? What do you think the local, like, Minneapolis, I don't know, like, I want to say, like, Somalian food? Like, what's the best place to eat in Minneapolis? First of all, I feel like that's a Quiznos town. Like, uh, they, you know, okay. on the Subway, Quiznos split. I feel like they come down Quiznos. Quiznos, yeah. That sounds, like, very Midwestern to me for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Vaguely, vaguely Midwestern toasted submarine sandwiches. <laughs> Um, or what they would call them hoagies, probably, right? I don't know. What would you, yeah, Minnesota. You live in the Midwest, don't, what do they call, what do they call <coughs> subs out there? Um, in Illinois, there's subs. Hoagies sounds like, no, that's heroes. Who calls sandwiches hoagies? I don't know. We call them grinders in New England. Grinders? Yeah. Still huh. my favorite of the... Yeah, no, I, I really wanna, I wanna, uh, know more about like, cause we had that whole conversation about you know, St. Louis pizza, right, and all the different Midwestern sta- um, styles of pizza, but but Minnesota pe- pizza never came up. Yeah, it probably has like salted fish. Yeah, I was gonna say, know? yeah, salted. <laughs> like salted walleye pike on top. <laughs> It was very Swedish. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, a, I mean, but yeah, I don't know. You think there's a lot of Somalian, like, immigrants there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Somalia, yeah, and, like, East African. So, and Somalian food is delicious. I'm not sure I've ever had it. it it's like, uh, what's, it, like, Ethiopia, have you had Ethiopian food? Sure. Yeah, it's like Ethiopian food. But yeah, I had Ethiopian different. food like last night, actually. Oh, you did? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, Bob and I were talking about this last night. Like, in general, I don't miss living in New York. But, uh-huh. I, like, I was following a guy on Twitter who was, like, tweeting, and he's like, hold on, I've got to go. My Haitian food just was delivered to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there's no, I, I know no place in... 200 miles where I could get I've never had Haitian food he's like yeah I got some blackened goat I'm like ah this sounds delicious <laughs> yep I, I like Ethiopian food less than I used to why say that it's all mush you know oh it's like it's like singular it's like mono textured 
all of it, you know? I see what you're saying, yeah. It was really good, and I went with a bunch of people, and we got the, like, combination plate, which basically was, like, everything on the menu on a huge platter on that, you know, spongy pancake bread that they have, which is really good. Yeah. But I was like, you know, you could mix that, all of that together, and it would be the same texture. You know what I mean? Right. But give me something that's to chew on, I guess. I see what you're saying. Did you just... Is that your Roku going? Oh, yeah. It just turned off and started itself again. I really like the Roku's turn on, like, Nintendo music. The dancing Yeah. foot? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's alright. So I'm looking up names for sandwiches across America. Uh-huh. Uh, a Spucky from Boston? Never heard of it. Yeah. Fake news. Fake news, totally. Blimpy from New Jersey. That's a chain, isn't it? That's what I thought. What's it say? Yeah. This seems very specific. Yeah, Blimpy is the clean axe of sub names. Some company in Hoboken. Blimpy's from Hoboken. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like a franchise, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I know what a Blimpy is. <coughs> a gondola from Peoria, Illinois. I've never heard of that. A poor boy from the lower Midwest, as opposed to a po' boy from Louisiana. Uh-huh. A Zeppelin. I think they're making this shit up. I've never heard of yeah. any of these. Yeah, what is this, BuzzFeed? You read BuzzFeed Thrillist. Right this is Thrillist. Yeah. A bomber from Buffalo, Rochester, or Ithaca. That, this is stupid. I just wasted five minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No joke. Anyway. You just like wasted the battery on your, yeah. on your laptop. Yeah. That was stupid. Um, what else we got? So anyway, so Minnesota Yankees starts tomorrow. Wild card right. game. They're at Yankee Stadium, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and right, what we were talking about texting the other day is that I find myself against all my better judgment having a soft spot. For the Yankees, um, but right, I think which I think is you ludicrous. Right, right. I think you successfully talked me out of it last night. Um, Good. I, when I went on my tw- my rant, I yeah, you should talk that. about that. See, I, I didn't just tweeted that. I did. You should. You should tweet that. I didn't know how badly the Rays got fucked over um, by having to reschedule those. Ga- was it one game or multiple games? They had it was to reschedule a single game. Uh-huh. I, I believe. It was a makeup game. From a game that got... No, that doesn't make any sense. There's a dome in Florida. Yeah, but it, there was a hurricane also. Right, well, no. But I don't understand why they were playing one home game. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it was... Maybe they were, like, playing earlier in the week when the hurricane was coming. And uh-huh. so they, like cancel the game so everyone could get out of there, probably. That would be my guess. But anyway, the Tampa Bay Rays uh, with the hurricane came a month ago, right? That was about a month ago. Yep. Three weeks ago, let's say. Because um, there have been they, so many hurricanes, though. That's ridiculous. Well, the one that hit Florida. Hit Florida, yeah. This Maria, is right? Irma. Hurricane yeah. Irma. Irma. Yeah. Hurricane Irma hit Florida and Tampa Bay Rays played a home game in New York City at the Mets Stadium against the Yankees. 
And I know someone who went to that game because the tickets were like $5. And there wasn't a single Tampa Bay Ray player there. And they were selling five dollars for like really good seats, so all the Yankees fans bought tickets and were sitting right down on the field. And I don't know if you've ever been to Yankee Stadium before, but nobody sits down on the field because the tickets cost like six thousand dollars each. Right. So they got the opportunity to get good seats to a Yankees game. To a Yankees game. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, home field advantage is big thing. And then here are all these Tampa Bay Rays who, you know, their homes are flooded and in shambles down in Florida. And they're playing a quote-unquote home game. You can't see my fingers because this is a podcast and not a video live feed. But anyway, they're playing a home game in New York in front of, like, just violent you know, rabid Yankees fans that normally sit out in the bleachers or way up in the second deck because oh. the tickets were so cheap. Oh, okay. So not only did the Yankee fans, you got the blue-collar Yankee fans right up in the grill. Just the real nasty people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened, and this is why Joe likes the Yankees because he's a scumbag, is <laughs> during that game there was a Mets fan and he was sitting down right behind the Yankees' dugout and this guy, Todd Frazier, I think, hit a home run. And as he was walking back to the dugout, the Mets fan, there's like this picture. The Mets fan is just giving him two thumbs down, which the Yankees like took on as their own sort of rallying cry or whatever. So now every time that everyone, someone does something good on the Yankees, all of their teammates give them a thumbs down. They think it's real hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Right. <laughs> But it's really just kind of like spitting in the eye of all of these hurricane days in Florida. (laughs) Because it's like, ha ha, we're playing playing an away game, but we're sleeping in our own beds tonight because (laughs) it's actually a home game. Whereas you guys are going back to like just total destruction where you live. And now we're taking this thing that was meant to be a slight against us. And we're just going to make it real hilarious because we think that the whole hurricane disaster is hilarious. Right, right. So we're yeah. just going to give you a thumb in the eye because... Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A real thumb. scumbags. It's a real scumbag move. First of all, for like playing a home game, an away game at home, that's a real shit move. Like they should have played in Atlanta or something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then, or, you know, wherever, wherever there is a ballpark that maybe some Tampa Bay Rays fans might find their way to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's disgusting. So, so, like, that whole thumbs down thing is, like, basically, like, Donald Trump giving the thumbs down to Puerto Rico right now. It's all the same right, shit. Right, right, Yeah. Now, is Trump a Yankees fan or is he a Mets fan? He's a Yankees fan. He's a Yankees fan. Because okay. Mets are the Mets are losers. Right. The Yankees are winners. Even though he's from Queens, right? Like he's from a, Queens. Yeah. 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 He he just yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so you got Yankees Mets in the AL wildcard game. Right now I'm on TwinCities.edu.com. According to TwinCities.edu.com. Uh, the Minnesota standby sandwich is the fried walleye sandwich. Yeah, 
and then there's also a Juicy Lucy, which I don't know what that is. Have you ever heard of a Juicy Lucy before? Yeah, it's a cheeseburger. Uh huh. But it's like you make two, it's like a double cheeseburger. So it's two patties, okay. and you put cheese on both patties. Uh-huh. But then, when you go to put it on the bun, you put the two cheese sides together. Uh-huh. So it's like a grilled cheese okay. hamburger sandwich. Do you have a regular? What kind of bread do you use? Is it a bun, or is it like a grilled cheese bread? I think it's a regular bun. Okay. But so it's like the two, it's like double cheese sandwiched in between two beef patties. And then like when you bite into it, the middle section is so greasy because of all the cheese and the like congealed beef juice that it just kind of goes everywhere. That sounds delicious. It's kind of amazing, yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that sounds awesome. Minnesota. Go go Twins. Um, Okay. The other... Wild card game is Rockies Diamondbacks. Right. Which what, was like settled three months ago, right? Didn't, didn't we all know that? Was we coming? knew that three months ago, but still it was the last, the NL, the second NL slot was the last one filled because both the Brewers, the Milwaukee Brewers, and the St. Louis Cardinals um, kind of made a run at it, kind of real late, but came up short. So, like, we've known it forever, but it wasn't, I think, finalized until Friday, I want to say. Um, Now, like I said, I still don't know anything about the Arizona Diamondbacks. Right. Right. And I know next to nothing about the... They're like stagecoach out in the West there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone knows that it's there, but nobody really knows why. Right. Why? It's just kind of like cruising through the desert, picking up ghost passengers, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, most things that, yeah, that's what I associate Arizona with, just in general. Ghost stagecoaches? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um... Who did the Diamondbacks got? Okay. They've got Paul Goldschmidt. Arguably one of, like, in the conversation for best baseball player in the major leagues. Right. And they got, um, what's his name, Martinez from the Tigers? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, AJ? No. Hold he on. He had an incredible year, whoever yeah. that guy is. Yeah, whoever that guy is. Uh. They've got J.D. Martinez. J.D., right? Yeah. So they've got Paul Goldschmidt and J.D. Martinez. Not to be confused with J.D. Salinger. Very important point. J.D. Martinez is probably not J.D. Salinger. No relation. Yeah, but I don't think we can confirm that. He might be J.D. Salinger. That's true. Yeah, no, that is Right. No one really knows. Right. Right. He could have just been riding the ghost stagecoach and hopped off as like a top-notch baseball player, you know? Right. Now, Paul Goldschmidt, he's been one of the best players in the NL for a while. Do you know, is he in the running for NL MVP? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Because the two names that I keep hearing are 
Joey Votto and Giancarlo Stanton. I think it's Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. Um, do you have any opinion on that? Uh, you know, I know that Joey Votto had a big comeback. Comeback. Yeah, like a bounce-back season. Because he's been around for a long time. Right. And he kind of, people thought that maybe he was falling off. Um last year the past couple of years i think actually mm-hmm. his batting average has gone down he's kind of always had this like he's always been like a real average guy he hits for power too but not like crazy power hits a lot of doubles mm-hmm. um but always like consistently batting well above 300 and the past couple of years it hasn't been that way and then this year he really came back hard mm-hmm. um it's kind of interesting both of those players play on teams that have not been in like contention. Right, that's what I was going to mention. Basically, next. you know, that's what that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, Vado finished fourth in the NL in batting average. Right, and everybody ahead of him is on a playoff team: Charlie Blackman right. for Colorado, Daniel Murphy for Washington, and Justin Turner for the Dodgers. Stanton, on the other hand, leads the NL in RBIs and home runs by 20. He has 59 home runs. Second place in the NL has 39 home runs. I mean, I don't know how much weight you put on that. And again, I mean, if you want to go... Like, I... This maybe this is a stupid thing for me to say, but I would I would put some weight behind did your team do well? Is your team going to make the playoffs or at least be competitive this year? And the Marlins and the Reds never really were. So and I guess I mean I think somebody who actually knew more about baseball, like a stat head, would be like, well, what do you want to do? What's John Carlos Stanton going to do more than he already has done to help the Miami Marlins win? And the answer is not much. I mean, all you can do is get up and hit the foot, the football, the baseball, I mean. <laughs> um, Sam is off real quick. There was something else I wanted to say. Oh, I didn't realize I was muted. Yeah, you were like muted. Oh, were you trying to talk? I was just monologuing. <laughs> Here's something crazy. Charlie Blackman's OPS... Holy shit. Charlie Blackman's OPS is exactly 1,000 for the season. Wow. <laughs> he has He's a... also the only leadoff hitter ever to hit, get over 100 RBIs. Oh, wow. That's impressive. That was this year. Yeah. Mm. And the Rockies are in the playoffs. The Rockies... Okay, so they've got three guys in the top ten in the NL for batting average. Charlie Blackman, Uh DJ LeMahieu, and Nolan Arenado. Uh Um, I read... He is nasty, that guy. Arenado? He should win the MVP. Why? Uh, You should, like, go on to YouTube and YouTube Nolan Arenado defensive highlights. Yeah. You should watch this guy play, play third base because it's, like, freaking insane. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, like, 
Yeah, he does some he does some amazing things that you would not expect for physically possible. But I think that he just has like a rocket for an arm because he's always like in the middle of a somersault and then like throws a perfect strike to first base to catch the guy, you know, at like a thousand um, miles an hour. Um, well, I like that. I like that the the factor that you could consider is that he's also really good at defense and fielding. Right. Yeah. Which is like a hard to quantify stat. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> right? Because it's hard. Like there's yeah. a million batting stats, but not a, not a lot of defensive stats. But I think that like what there's a war, war, right, war. Right, right takes fielding stats into account, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, defensive runs saved, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. There's more of them now. Than and that's like, how much field can you coverage? How few errors do you have? How quickly, you know, what you... No, I don't think, I don't think errors have a whole lot oh, really? to do with it, actually, yeah. Because hmm. I think, you know... A lot of the time, like, you'll make an amazing, you know, a lot of errors will be, like, a really good play, and then you throw the ball away. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, like, if you're, oh, yeah. uh, if you're, like, running away from the first baseman, you, like, spin around and throw the ball away, that's an error. But at the same time, like, it's really impressive that they got to that ball in the first place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like, hard to quantify those two things. Okay, here's something I'm going to say. In the uh-huh. last 20 years, uh-huh. in 10 of those 20 years, the NL batting average leader at the end of the season has played for the Colorado Rockies. What? The batting leader? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Just because of the cruise field? Is it just because of the, the atmosphere there? Yeah, exactly. Huh. Although I think they changed the balls around to... To try to minimize that. You've got... Wow, Michael... Justin Morneau played for the Rockies? I didn't know that. Uh, Michael Kadayo, Carlos Gonzalez, Matt Holliday, Larry Walker three times, 98, 99, and 2001. Yeah, I got six. Todd Helton in 2000. Is there ever... Do players want to go play for the Rockies? Like, if you're an old hitter and you're like, I just need to pad my stats, can you, like, advocate to go play for the Colorado Rockies? Feel like an old stoner? Well, no, uh, just so you want to hit <laughs> baseballs. You want to hit baseballs really far and you, like, want to get high and go skiing in the offseason? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe. I don't know. I think that it's like less of a factor than they used to be because uh-huh. I think that they've like well, they keep the balls in like a pressurized tank or some shit like that mm-hmm. so that it's like or they make the balls a little more dead to like offset it I think. Uh-huh. But I mean it's still a factor. It's got to still be a factor. Right. Yeah. Well also it's like a factor probably on opposing pitchers who, like, don't normally play in that altitude, you know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's like these guys all live and practice and play in Colorado all the time, but it's like Mm -hmm. they're coming from, you know, what what do you suppose is the lowest altitude city 
in the major leagues, like San Diego. I was going to guess Miami, but maybe San Diego. Miami. He was yeah, thinking... come, from, come from Miami to Colorado, and then it's like, you can't breathe. You know? Right, yeah. They should play. Uh, they should play a game on like Mount Everest someday. Yeah, they should do a lot of things on Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, do you remember? I think it was last summer when <coughs> some guys in Italy were trying to break the record for the fastest marathon ever, and they, uh, they created like the scientifically perfect conditions um, uh, for for this runner and. I forget what happened. Like, it wasn't actually going to be admissible in, like, the Guinness Book of World Records because of all the different factors that they had controlled. Like, they ran early in the morning on this perfectly flat track, and they hired all these other elite marathon runners to run with this guy, and they were all taking turns. Um, it's, is it called drifting? or Dra- Drafting? Yeah, drafting for him. Uh, and then they had, like, dudes on bikes, like, drafting for him. Um, it was really amazing. It was a big... I think it was Nike. I think Nike was sponsoring it. I'll have to Google that. Uh, it might have been Under Armour. I think it was Nike. But, like, I want to know what other, like, crazy sports experiments they should do in, like, extreme conditions. Like, play a... What, what if, like, you played a baseball game on Mount Everest, but, like... They wouldn't give you oxygen tanks until you scored a run, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like really up the stakes, you know? <laughs> or it's like if you're the pitcher, like, if you strike somebody out, you get a little hit of oxygen, you know? Yes, yes. I like that. Well, I mean, you know, could you, could you play a football game underwater in, like, old-timey scuba diving equipment? Right, and you just shot the football, like the quarterback just had like a giant harpoon gun, like yes. a spring launched football launcher. Uh, I would watch, I would watch that. I would also watch that. I also would like to see a football game played in like three feet of real powdery snow, you know? Yeah, that's probably happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, they golfed on the moon. Why did, they should have done more cool shit on the moon. Yeah. Play a hockey game on the moon. Right, UFC yeah. on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely pay for that. I feel like there's a big waste in, like, space exploration. Like, <clears throat> all these private companies need to get into space exploration and just do badass things on in space. Yeah. And videotape like, it. Red, Red Bull has to get involved yeah. in space exploration. Yeah. What, was it Red Bull that sponsored that guy who did the highest skydive of all time and he yeah, live-streamed it? Definitely was that was cool. I was really into that. Yeah, have you heard about the Red Bull guy? I didn't know there was a Red Bull guy. What does that mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a Thai company, right? Okay. And it's uh, this guy who's the son of the Red Bull, the heir to the Red Bull fortune. Huh. Like, five years ago, he, like, got drunk and, like, ran over a cop with his car and killed him. What? In, in yeah. America or in Thailand? In Thailand. Okay. And in Thailand, if you're very rich, then you can kind of get away with 
doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, if it wasn't a police officer, it probably wouldn't even be a thing. But he, so, you know, they went through the whole process. They're like, you have to come to court. He didn't come to court, obviously. And for years, he just didn't, he just blew it off until they finally issued a warrant for his arrest recently. The, like, the heir to the Red Bull fortune, okay. The heir to the Red Bull fortune. Forcibly, like, drag him into court. And he just skipped the country entirely. Sure, because he's rich. And, okay. Right, and he's on the run now. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I think he's in Indonesia just chilling. Okay. Like, they know where he is. He just, they can't... They can't, him. yeah, extradite him from Indonesia. That's insane. Right. So, yeah. is he it's still... I didn't, a, I didn't do a very good job. Story. No, I got it. I think it's you did. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. They're like these corruption sort of stories that come out of Thailand are worth a read because it's like easy stuff for the most part. So is he still, is he like the CEO of Red Bull? Like is he is he involved at all with doing stuff for Red Bull? Uh, or is he just like this rich he's guy just like a, who kills people? I mean, like an international playboy sort of guy, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. The most interesting man in the world so, who also ran a police officer. Yeah, models, yeah. Private jets. Huge yacht cocaine parties. Right, right. You know, kind of like your life. Exactly like my life. Similar, you might say. Very, yeah, exactly. Hmm. <coughs> I've got to... Create some space on my desktop. Anyway, but that can wait. Um, okay. So, based on this conversation, I think I'm rooting for the Twins and the Rockies in the wild card games. Right, but what about... Let's go back and talk about the, the Diamondbacks, though. Okay. Right? Because, like, the reason you're rooting for the Rockies is it's the closest thing we have to playing baseball on Mount Everest or in space. Yeah, and essentially. You don't, and you don't know anything about Arizona. Yes. Right. Um, I guess that's fair. Thanks. I kind of I feel, like, <laughs> feel like I might be rooting for Arizona for the reason that they're such a mystery. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, they're very mysterious. Right. Um, like a stagecoach from hell. Like a stagecoach from hell, right. Right. Paul Goldsmith. They should, they should probably change their mascot to a stagecoach from hell. That would be pretty cool. I mean, a diving back snake, that's, that's not bad. That's not the worst. Right. thing out there. I mean, snakes are cool. Snakes are badass. Um, right. But yeah, I, and you know, we've talked about that. I'm just very, very lukewarm to negative about teams from Arizona for some reason. Like, uh, Arizona. Yeah. Go. I feel like you could make any team name more badass if you just added from hell to the end of it. Diamondbacks from hell. Yeah. Rockies from hell. Right. The Nuggets from hell. Blue Jays from hell. That's a good one. Right. 
<laughs> the white side of hell. <laughs> huh. Something to think about. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the, maybe the, bring it up to the school board. I will. Yeah. I will. What well, were the Jaguars? So Jaguars <laughs> from hell would be badass. Yeah. Jaguars yeah. from hell. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. right now you're the Jaguars from Champaign, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like kind of cool, but it's yeah. like not as cool. I feel like Dolphins from hell might be the best one. Like, yep. You would not want to mess with the dolphins from hell. Or the nationals from hell. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, <coughs> that would be, that's a good one. Ooh, Paco's from hell. The Paco's from hell. <laughs> yeah. Huh, huh. I like that. That's good. It's like it's like adding in bed to the end of any like thing you say. Right, exactly. But it's from hell. Hmm. Yeah, or the uh. Texans from hell? Yeah. That might uh, the Texans from hell. I uh, See, I feel that bad. That's like a rebel country band. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it is. <laughs> <coughs> Oh yeah, I just feel like I, the Houston Texans. I feel bad because Houston got hurricaned, and you know, based on the internet, it sounds like J.J. Watt was doing a really good job, like raising a shit ton of money for Houston. Yep. So I can't criticize him or you know what they are doing, but I still hate like the name the Houston Texans. Like, right. I, I really want to know how they came up with such an idiotic name for their football well, team. Didn't they used to be, didn't the team... They were the, they were the Oilers, the and Oilers. then the Oilers moved to Tennessee and became the right. Tennessee Titans. Right. And I think Oilers is a cool name. Like, I, I think we've had this conversation. I really like, you know, what do you do in Houston? Well, it's an oil, you know, oil rig, so we're the, right. we're the Oilers. I think that's cool. Can you imagine if their team name was the Hurricanes? That'd be kind of depressing. But I mean, I the Miami. Team, though, right? it's, yeah, yeah it's Miami team. Hurricanes in college. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Same deal there, though. Right. Same Hurricanes there. Right. Miami Hurricanes from hell. <laughs> Miami Hurricanes from hell. Yeah, you gotta add the, like, the place name before. <laughs> so it's like. The Tennessee Titans from hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the New Orleans Saints from hell. That's confusing. <laughs> Ooh, Angels from hell, though. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. I guess that's just... Los Angeles Angels from hell. Of Anaheim. Of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That might be the best one. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, totally. Okay, so, I, right, so you got, you got the Rockies and you got the Twins, and that's who you're rooting for, or that's who you think's gonna win? That's who I'm rooting for. I have no right. idea who's gonna win. I know. It's, it's a one-game playoff, right? So, right. the team that scores more runs is going to win. Right, but it's kind of like the team who has the better ace is gonna win. 
Yeah, you know I mean? good. Yeah, exactly right. And what I was reading about it yesterday and today, the Twins may be at a disadvantage on that. Like, I, I don't right. know who's starting for them. Right, but I feel like the case for the Yankees is CC Sabathia, right? Okay. He's back to form this year. Okay. I don't but know. I feel like he's one of these guys like David Price that does not have a great playoff. Right, but right. is that just like is a jinx? Like, right? Is that a real thing? Like, do do major league players actually choke like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Choking is a huge part of professional sports. Oh yeah, I I, I love it, but you can always unchoke. Right. Love a good choke. I do love a good choke. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel superior, you know what I mean? Oh, man. I mean, the choke is, you know, the best part of being a hater in sports. Right. Right? Like, if you don't have a rooting interest in a game, I think the first thing you root for is the upset. Uh-huh. And the second thing you root for is the choke. You want to see somebody choke or a team choke. Right. It's like rooting for a crash in NASCAR. Right. Or the bull to win in a bullfight. I don't know if that... Right. Yeah. Here's a question. Kind of really quick back to the Diamondbacks-Rockies. Uh-huh. And this gets back into adding the second wild card. The Diamondbacks and the Rockies are in the same division. And the Diamondbacks... Ended six games ahead of the Rockies in that division. Correct. And now they have to play each other a one-game playoff. Like, yes. if I'm the Diamondbacks, I'm feeling a little pissed about this. Right. Right? Just, I guess so. I, you know, I feel like, though, very often, the two wildcard teams come from the same division. Yeah, I feel that way, too. Which is be- so I feel like one year it was yeah. the, like Cubs, uh, Pirates, and Cardinals yes. all made it, you know? Yes. Um, and there, like, there's been a couple other ones, I think. Uh, the AL East, I think, one year. I think it was Red Sox, Yankees. Rays. Rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Brewers... So I, don't think it's, I, I don't know. I used to hate the one-game playoff, and I kind of still do... As, like, in principle, I still like it. Uh-huh. I mean, still hate it because it's stupid to have people play 162 games, and then and it's like, hey, you made it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not baseball is not a Thunderdome sort of game. Right. But I also kind of like it because it's like, oh, like everything on the field, yeah. loser goes home yeah. for the rest of the season, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like going into the, like, making the playoffs and then exiting after one game is probably, like, more hurtful Yes. than even if you get swept in a five-game series, you know what I mean? Yes, because it's all, yeah, you got one, one shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Dodgers are the number one seed in the NL. They are the first team to win over 100 games and have a 10-game losing streak, or 
in uh, baseball history. Wow. Uh huh. So. And, the, and if you have your way, they'll be playing Colorado. Yeah. Um, and then the other NLDS. So the NLDS we know is Nationals Cubs. Correct. So and that'll be fun. I mean, I don't know. Do those teams? How many times? Because I feel like the Nationals, the Cubs, and the Dodgers all made the playoffs last year. So they're kind of getting used to each other. I mean, I don't know if we've got rivalries budding yet. I uh, feel like there's a Cubs-Dodgers rivalry. Yeah. <coughs> and if there isn't, I feel like there should be. Yeah. I, I mean, actually, I don't know if there is. I feel like there should be. Well, they're both old, but the Dodgers are, like, historically very successful, and the Cubs historically are, like, ridiculously unsuccessful. Yeah, I guess so, but I feel like the Dodgers haven't really been successful in a while. quite some time. Right. Like most of my life. That's like, true. I remember, mean, can you remember the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? I can't. I think it was nineteen. I think it was in the nineties. I think it was nineteen ninety-two. Let's see if yeah. I'm right. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was during our lifetime, um, but we were young. Was that like Oral Hershiser? Right. Wasn't he a Dodger? Yeah. Who won? Oh, I bet Atlanta won this one. No, the Blue Jays won the 92 World Series. Yeah, and 93, right? Or 91. 91, 92, I think. Um. Okay, so who would you pull for in Cubs versus Nationals? I don't know, Nationals, I guess? Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know, maybe the Cubs. I have a bitter taste in my mouth over the Nationals in general, because they used to be the Expos. Because they used to be the Expos. And I really feel like the Expos should still exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I really don't like the Cubs. Montreal Expos from hell? Yeah, Montreal Expos from hell. <laughs> Um, and then, they would be. what? They would be at this point. Right. Or like the dog. Zon- dead and gone. <laughs> the undead expos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there was another thing. Okay, so, so then, Red, you want the Red Sox to beat Houston. Oh, yeah, obviously. Cleveland or Twins, would you ha- who would you want Cleveland or Twins? That would be fun. Uh, I would like the I would like the Twins to win because that would be the ultimate underdog, like the yeah. Goliath sort of scenario. Yeah. But I don't know. I like the I like the Indians too. Yeah. Um. What I really don't want to see though is a Indians Cubs rematch. You don't. Okay, I was gonna ask that no, question. God, that would be just the fucking worst. <laughs> Um, you know, who cares? Yeah, because I read a thing. Either of those teams. I read an article on SB Nation earlier today. This guy was ranking all the possible outcome uh, World Series matches, and he voted that number one because he want you know because you know we had the classic seven game extra inning series last year, and he wants round two. Of, oh yeah, of he Cubs. must be a, he must be a basketball fan. 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seemed like a very basketball thing to want, huh? Yeah, it's like the fucking rematch. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, Go watch basketball. <laughs> Dodgers last one in 1988. Uh, 88, huh? Yeah, 88. I wouldn't remember that. Uh, they won in 81 and 88. So it's been a while. Yeah. Huh. So let's see here. Okay, so the Cubs won last year. Red Sox won in 2013. Yankees won in 2009. Diamondbacks won in 2001. The Rockies have never won. The Rockies have never won. Huh? They've been a bunch of times. No, man. They've only been to the World Series the one time against Boston in 07. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, that was sick. I also believe that the Rockies are the only NL team to have gone to a World Series and not played the New York Yankees. If that makes any Ever. sense. Ever. Right. Um, so the Indians haven't won since, what, 47? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 48. They're, sorry. They're now the longest active streak. That's what I was about to say. Of, of yeah. teams who have won it. No, I still, I think, ever. I mean... Well, no, like, the Rockies have never won, right? Right, but they've only been a team for, like, 20 years. Oh, right. Um, Twins last won... They, I thought they won in the 90s. No, they never won. Yeah, 91. The Twins won yeah. in 91. Over that way. what about Seattle? Seattle's never won. Seattle's right? never won. Seattle's never get, gone. When did they get founded? The 70s. So still not as long as they Right. But they, yeah, and they've never even made it to the World Series. So yeah, so the so Indians... So do you think that, like, for a drought, a team that has never won, but hasn't been around since 1947, trumps the Indians' streak? Like, do you, would you say that the Indians, like, would deserve it more than, say, Seattle? I would probably say the Indians deserve it more than Seattle. But I'd have to, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. Like, I would definitely say the Indians deserve it more than the Colorado Rockies. Right. Um, but I don't know how much of that is, like, my absorbing the whole kind of bullshit narrative of, like, Cleveland as, like, loser town slash heartbreak after heartbreak. Right. You know, that the that was the Cubs narrative until they won last year. Because at some point, you just kind of suck. Right. Um, like, like the Mariners. Like, like the Mariners. Hi, Jesse. Like Hi, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> Uh, but, like, for Seattle, well, see, and so now we get back into this whole thing of, like, what is the town or the region versus the team or the franchise? Right. Well, I think that, okay, so check this out. Yeah. I feel like it's a bigger deal for 
Cleveland, right? Because somewhere in Cleveland, there's a diehard fan who's like 90 years old. Right. And remembers the last time that Cleveland won the World Series. He was a kid. That dude, that dude, the dude at the uh, World Series last year, who's the last um, (coughs) surviving member of the 1948 Cleveland Indians. Do you remember that guy? And they, like, showed him, and he was wearing, like, an old-school 1940s Cleveland Indians, um, like, Letterman's jacket, like, uh-huh. and it had the, the super racist logo on it, like, oh, yeah. even more racist than, yeah, and, like, they, they showed him on, like, Fox, and then cut away from him really quickly, and then showed him again, like, two minutes later, and he'd taken the jacket off, like, somebody <laughs> was like, oh, Dude, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry, go on. I just had that funny memory. <laughs> right. So I think that, like, you know, that sort of, that, like, legacy of time, and that gives it more weight than, uh-huh. say, a team that was founded in the 70s right. and just has never been. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, the only thing about Seattle is they still lost their basketball team. And they, I feel like Seattle, I mean, Jesse, I think Jesse would back me up on this, that, like, Seattle was really a basketball town. Right. And then they stole the basketball team, so they're still pissed about that. Right. The basketball team left, Go. if I'm not mistaken, because the city refused to pay for a new stadium. Right? Exactly. And they, like, called the owner's bluff, and then the owners took it to Oklahoma OKC. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Um, but since then, the Seahawks won a Super Bowl. Right? They did win a Super Bowl. So, and they lost to the Patriots, but they won one before that one. Right. The year before. Right. And they... Against, Denver. And, against Denver. And destroyed them, like, the biggest blowout of all time. Yeah. So, so like, you can't feel too bad for Seattle. But then the Indians, they got, I mean, not the Indians, Cleveland, they got their LeBron James title. Right. Two of them, right? No, nah, just one. Just the one. I think that's all they're going to get, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one is more than none. <clears throat> um, okay. I, we got to get going. Um, Jose Altuve, AL MVP? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... I mean, there's a good case for Aaron Judge. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like Jose Altuve has been passed over a lot in uh-huh. previous years, and I feel like he's due. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, I feel like he. Yeah, I feel like he's. I mean, he's. It's, it's, they, either one of them could get it, right? They both have the numbers for it. Uh huh. And I don't feel like one of them has a strong edge over the other one. Uh-huh. So, I feel like Jose Altuve should get it. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the two factors that definitely will be con- should be considered, I guess, is what I'm saying, is that is a Judge a lock in for Rookie of the Year? Oh, yeah. So, will uh, the voters, you know, 
hesitate to give a rookie both rookie of the year and MVP? Uh, there's precedent. There is precedent? Who was the last? Do you know the Yeah, Ichiro. Oh, Ichiro. Ichiro hmm. did it. Okay. And he's not the only one either. Okay. It's happened a few times before. But Ichiro definitely got the MVP and rookie uh-huh. the same year. Okay. And, you know, he was, he was like 30. Right, he, he was, he was, he was from Japan, yeah. Yeah. From Japan, yeah. But, um, even still, it's not, it wouldn't be, you know, he's going to get his MVP votes. Right. You know what I mean? Right, well, and the other question is, does being a New York Yankee like give you like a built-in advantage just because everybody pays attention to the Yankees? Yeah, it gives you a home field away game. <laughs> right. You know, so might as well. Right. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I think that the real. I think like the real interesting question is going to be the AL Cy Young. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good point. Let's talk about that, and let's end with this. Uh, um, yeah. Because there's two very deserving candidates in Chris Sale and Corey Kluber, and they have similar numbers. Um, most of them, Corey Kluber has a slight edge in the numbers mm-hmm. uh, by a few points in the RA and whip and wins above replacement. Right. Uh, but kind of the big one, and I'm not sure that the, you know, whoever votes the writers take this into consideration, but Chris Sale struck out more than 300 games. Right. It hasn't been done since uh, Randy Johnson? Pedro, I think. Pedro, okay. Um, you know, that would be in 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. And he finished with the fourth highest strikeouts per nine inning yeah. average of all time. Yeah. Fourth highest of all time. Yeah. And that's behind, I think, Clemens and Pedro and Randy Johnson. Wow. A lot of good so, pitchers for the Red Sox. What's that? Red Sox have had lots of good pitchers. I know. Yeah. And it's funny because it's such a terrible pitcher's ballpark. But, oh, huh. So anyway, if he doesn't win the Cy Young, and I'm, and there's like a super strong chance that he won't because right. this guy Corey Kluber from the Indians right. has really put together an impressive season. Right. But if he doesn't win the Cy Young Award, you're talking about an all-time, one of the greatest seasons by right. a pitcher of all time. Yeah. Like real kind of legendary numbers, not winning the Cy Young. Right. That'd be pretty incredible. Right. Well, every sports writer I've read that I think knows what they're talking about has said that Sale should get it. Um, right. But like, like you said, Kluber's had an amazing season also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, I'd be happy with Indians, Red Sox, or Astros. Astros just because they got hurricaned. And I do really like Jose Altuve. Uh-huh. Um, and are you you're bandwagoning the Indians right now? Just yeah, I would I would bandwagon the Indians. I mean, like yeah. that's the like um, who's their player I really like? Oh, Lindor. Um, uh-huh. Like they've got like I feel bad I, that they lost last year a little bit. I really like Francisco Lindor. You know, 
they're cool. Um, I like I like the Red Sox. I like Mookie Betts a lot. You know, I want Chris Sale to win because he played for the White Sox for so long and gave us like great years on a terrible team. Um, don't want the Yankees to win, and you know the Twins would be a fun feel good story. Right. Um, and then the NL. I don't want the Cubs to win. I don't care about the Dodgers. I don't care. You know, the Diamondbacks are like a black hole of mystery. Right. Um, I guess I like the Rockies because they're the closest thing to playing baseball in space. Like um, Charlie Blackman looks like a yeah, yeah. caveman. Yeah, I like that. I'm like, like I know Robin Williams from Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> and the Nationals are the Expos from Hell. So yeah. Right. And I think it's Max and like Max no. Scherzer is really good, but just reminds me of like a guy who would play the the bad Nazi in like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right, he's like the villain from an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, he's sure. totally the villain from an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess go AL except for the Yankees. And I really have no strong opinions about the National League. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I called in the beginning of this year on the podcast Sox Dodgers in the World Series. Okay, so I'm sticking, stick with I'm that. Sticking yeah. with stick that. with Sox Dodgers. Um, I'll go... I don't know. I'll go Twins Diamondbacks just to piss everybody off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the Nationals and the Dodgers are notorious postseason choke artists. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right, which means that the Cubs would be the next logical choice. Right, but they yeah. also have been notorious postseason choke artists. And they're, not as good, and they're definitely not as good this year as they were last. Right. Yeah. But they could, you know, it's what? 11 games. So. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing how Chris Sale does in the playoffs because he's never been before. Right. That's you a, know what I mean? That's a good call. That's a good call. All right. Cool. We talked some good baseball stuff. I feel I feel good about us. I feel like we accomplished something today. Um, let's try again this week, ladies and gentlemen, if we can get our act together because. Baseball playoffs are tomorrow, and we'll have a lot more to talk about. So uh, thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to play this next song. Do you, this, this next song, as we walk off, is dedicated to the Red Bull guy from Thailand. More sports in space, please. Oh, ladies, and, oh, loading, please wait. I got to get better at DJing. For us. Yeah. Yeah. We should just like once we get syndicated. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that should be the first thing we do. Yeah.